Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the motivation and inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Brian Tracy talking about why success leaves tracks. Today's episode is a reminder that if someone has already achieved something, it's a signal that it is possible. If you want to lose 200 pounds and you don't think it's possible, just find someone else that has lost that amount of weight and do what they did. The same goes for anything else in life. Success leaves clues. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. The law of cause and effect, sowing and reaping, action and reaction, are the great, is the great universal or iron law of the universe. What it says is that everything happens for a reason, is that there are no causeless effects, is that even if we don't know what is causing the effect, we trace it back. It's the basis of the scientific process of all medical research, of all marketing, of all business, is if you can define an effect that you want, you can trace it back and find somebody who at one time did not have that effect and then find out what they did and then do the same things and you eventually get the same results. We say that success is not an accident. Failure is not an accident. Success leaves tracks. So if you just follow the tracks of other successful people, no matter where you're starting from, you eventually get to the same place that they get. Well, this, this was a shocker for me because, and I learned later in psychology, by the way, that one of the the two most important things we need to have to be happy and healthy is a sense of control, a feeling that we are in control of our lives, that things are happening for a reason, and a sense of coherence, a feeling that things fit together. Well, when I realized the law of cause and effect explained everything, I thought, wow. So in sales, I went to the top of my sales force. I read, and I learned, attended courses, and especially I applied what I learned. And then when I got into sales management, I again read the books and took the courses and asked for advice. And when I got into real estate and importation and development and manufacturing and distribution and a whole series of businesses over the years, the first thing I did is I asked, how does it work? How do people succeed in this field? And then I buried myself and immersed myself. I spent hours and hours and hours studying and then I did what the most successful people did. Interesting point. Uh, we say that nature is neutral. In other words, nature doesn't care who you are. It doesn't care if you're tall or short or male or female or black or white, educated or uneducated. Nature doesn't care. All that nature cares is that you do what successful people do. It's like making a recipe. Nature doesn't care if you follow a recipe. If you follow the recipe exactly, you get the dish. Nature doesn't care who's doing it. And that's the wonderful thing about our society. It's, it's basically like justice. It's blind. Is nature doesn't care. In fact, there are a lot of people who are not as smart and not as talented as you who are doing vastly better than you not because they're better, but because they're just following proven success methods. There's nothing that will make you matter than to see somebody who's dumber than you who's making more money than you, right? <laughs> Have you had that experience? So what we do is we use proven success methods. We just find out what they are, and we do them over and over again. Quick point, nothing works the first time, okay? Please understand that. Nothing works the first time. What is the average number of times that a person tries with a new goal before they give up? Can you guess? Well, the average is less than one. Because most people give up before they try even once. They say, that's a great goal. I'd love to be financially independent. And then they give up. They don't even try. They say, ah, oh, but I couldn't because of this and because of that and, and so on. And then they move away to a wonderful place called Sunday Isle. <laughs> you ever heard of Sunday Isle? Someday I'll start saving money. Someday I'll get out of debt. Someday I'll lose weight. Someday I'll start a business. Someday I'll get serious about my finances and most people live on someday aisle. Your job and my job is to vote yourself off the island, right? And we start taking control of our lives. Well, about um, 
Uh, some years ago, I was called by a major businessman, and he asked me if I would do a talk for his 800 entrepreneurs that own separate franchises within his organization on how to become a self-made millionaire. And I said, sure. When you're a young speaker, you agree to speak on any subject. Sure, I'll speak on that subject. And I was just like most people. When I was young, I wanted to be a millionaire by the time I was 30. And when I hit 30, I put it off to 35. And as I got to 35, you put it off to 40, and then you kind of just don't look at it anymore. You forget about it and feel the deck is stacked against you. Well, I was about 38, 39 when he called me up and asked me. I said, sure, no problem. And I said, now, what do I know about self-made millionaires? And this is a shocker. I didn't know anything. Oh, I knew that they had more than a million dollars, but that's a real basic piece of knowledge, you know. So I started thinking, I think, what do I know about? So I began to study them. And that's when I found out that they've been studied so thoroughly, is we know everything there is to know about them. They are a source of incredible fascination. And there's 50 years of research. So I began to read the studies and find out where they came from and what they did and how they thought and where they started and the decisions they made and the kind of people they were. One of the things that I learned, by the way, is that becoming a self-made millionaire is not the important thing. What is really important is the person you have to become to become a self-made millionaire. You have to become a totally different human being. My friend, one of my friends says that in order to, be, to achieve something you've never achieved before, you have to become someone you've never been before. And it's a really important insight is the qualities that you need to develop, the qualities on the inside to become a self-made millionaire are incredible qualities that make you a vastly better person. Not only better in terms of character, determination, discipline, decision-making, strength, and so on, but they make you a far better person. They round out your character in a far better way. So the, the real payoff of becoming wealth, wealthy is not because you can eat more, because how many more meals can you eat? How many more clothes can you wear? Because it's the kind of person that you become and then the kind of person, people that you associate, the kind of life that you have. And so the things that we're going to talk about now, and I know that you're some of the smartest people in our country, so I'm going to give you these ideas very quickly, like dealing cards. What I found in my research is that there's a series of qualities that self-made millionaires have. If you have these qualities, your success is virtually guaranteed. And if you don't have these qualities, the qualities are learnable. Point number one is that all business or sales skills are learnable. All financial skills are learnable. If you can drive a car, you can learn any skill. If you can drive a car, you can learn the skill. Now, number two is you're probably only one skill away from doubling your income right now. You're probably only one skill away from setting yourself on the road to becoming a self-made millionaire. That turns out to be the case for almost everyone. And if you don't know what that skill is, maybe over the course of the time we spend together, it'll jump out at you. But whatever it is, you've got to find it out and go to work on it because it is learnable. It's a learnable skill. People say, well, I don't, you know, I've never been very good with money. Well, get over it. The fact of the matter is you can learn what you need to learn to achieve anything that you want to achieve. So the success secrets of self-made millionaires, give yourself a score of one to 10. And if you are weak on one of these, it can be enough to hold you back. If you're strong on all of these, then there's no limit to what you can accomplish. The first is to dream big dreams, dream big dreams. Practice what is called back from the future thinking and project forward. Develop a vision of yourself as happy, healthy, wealthy, thin. Practice what top people practice, which is what is called idealization. You project forward several years and that you imagine that your life is perfect in every way. Imagine that you have no limitations. Imagine that you have all the time and all the money and all the friends and all the contacts and all the education, and all the experience, and that you could be or have or do anything you want in life. If you could, what would it be? 
If your life were perfect in five years, what would it look like? How much would you be earning? How much would you be worth? What kind of a family life would you have? What kind of health would you have? What kind of car would you be driving? What would your life be like if you could wave a magic wand and make it perfect in every way? Now, what we have found is this is the starting point of great riches, and it's the starting point of great success in life, is for you to have a dream or a vision of a wonderful future. Here's an exercise that we give people in our audiences, is take a sheet of paper and make up what is called a dream list. Now, imagine this is kind of like a kid's Christmas list, and that it just allows you to just run wild and just write down everything that you could think of that you could possibly want. I had a friend who I taught this to, and he got so excited about it, he bought a spiral notebook, and he began writing. And he'd go through the newspaper, and every single thing he saw in the newspaper that was nice, he wrote it down as a goal. He ended up, first time through, with 330 goals. By the end of the month, he had 500 things that he wanted. The interesting thing was that his life exploded. He, he activated the law of attraction, and he began to attract into his life people, circumstances, ideas, resources, insights that began to move him toward the accomplishment of the goals and began to move the goals toward him. Number two is to do what you love to do. Whenever you find people who are really successful in life, they're people who do what they love to do. They, they love their work. The great rule for success in life is to find something that you love to do and then find a way to make a living doing it. Now, when you find what you love to do, it'll be something that gives you energy, it motivates you, it enthuses you. It's probably something that you were meant to do from the time you were born. And when you ask self-made millionaires, what sort of work do you do, they'll often say, I've never worked a day in my life. I just do what I like to do. I had a graduate in my course once who came up to me and said, you know, that's interesting. He said, when I was a little boy, I loved to st study um, airplanes. He said, I got airplane books and I had airplane models and I had toy planes and then, and then I got into competitions with the remote controlled planes. He said, when I grew up and went to school, I studied aeronautical engineering. He said, today, he said, I'm 35. He said, I own three companies. One uh, builds a small aircraft. Another one repairs and services a small aircraft. Another one is in leasing and chartering small aircraft. He said, I've never worked a day in my life. He said, I've just played with planes since the time I was a kid. So one of the things that you can do is go back to the time when you were young, as a child, between the ages of 7 and 14, before you discovered boys or girls. Uh, and what is it that you really love to do? And you'll often find that within that, is something you're supposed to do as an adult. Number three is commit to excellence. Now this is really, really important and I had a hard time with this as a young man because I was never good at anything. I was never picked for any team and if I was picked, I was the first person cut. I um, got lousy grades in every class. I got fired from multiple jobs. I even got fired from a job uh, pumping gas once. Can, can imagine that, being fired for pumping gas because you're no good. They came out and said, you're no good at pumping gas. How can you be no Little old ladies can pump gas. And here I was, I was no good at pumping gas. Anyway, so uh, I got fired. I went from job to job. And then I discovered that all people who are successful are excellent at what they do. You know the old question they asked Willie Sutton, the bank robber, why do you rob banks? He said, well, that's where the money is. Well, being in the top 10% is where the money is. So what you have to do is you have to pay any price and make any sacrifice to get into the top 10% in your field. Now, here's the good news. If you're doing what you love to do, you will want to be in the top 10% in your field. If you don't want to be excellent at what you're doing, it means you're in the wrong field. It just means that you're, you're, you're marking time, you're treading water. 
And there's a lot of people who are in their field and they do their job and, you know, they go home at night and don't think about their work and so on. And this kind of an attitude means that you have no future. You have a very shaky present. That crackling sound you hear is the ice breaking under your feet, okay? And you have, a very, you have no future because if you're not doing what you love to do and throwing your whole heart into it, you're just marking time. But everybody is designed so that there is something that you love to do that you can do well. And the fact that you love it means that you probably have the ability to excel at it. So make this decision to get into the top 10%. And let me tell you what changed my life. Here I was struggling in my late 20s, and I, I learned this. It was a breakthrough thought. Is that everybody's in the top 10% started in the bottom 10%. Everybody who's doing well was once doing poorly. Everybody who is at the top of your field today was once not even in your field at all and didn't even know it existed. What that means is that if you're willing to pay the price and work hard and make the sacrifices, you can get into the top 10%. Now, how long does it take? It doesn't take a week or a month. Most people are really impatient. And to achieve mastery in your field takes five to seven years. People say, five to seven years? Geez, I'll be five to seven years older before I start enjoying the big rewards. Well, how much older will you be in five to seven years anyway? Now, here's an important point. Are you ready? The time is going to pass anyway. The time is going to pass. Five to seven years from now, five to seven years will have passed. The only question is, are you going to be at the top of your field, or are you still going to be down there with, a, with the mediocre 80%? And the wonderful thing is this is nobody's better than you, and nobody's smarter than you. If anybody else is at the top of their field, it means that you can be at the top of your field. Just go to them and find out how they got there, because they started at the bottom. Now, it may take longer for some people and less for others, but everybody who puts one foot in front of the other and keeps moving eventually gets there. And that's where all the rewards are. And not only that, that's where all the joy in life is. When you're really good at what you do, you feel wonderful about yourself. You're respected and esteemed by everybody around you. You can, you can write your own ticket. You can open any door when you're good at what you do. Because you get up in the morning and you know you're good. And, 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 and that is more important than the rewards that go with it.